On today's episode, what happened to the price of Donald Trump's NFTs? KFC is bringing back a fan favorite. Does government regulation drive up pricing? And Netflix is at it again. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Socially Sensitive Podcast. Today's, this is Socially Solo, episode number 166. Today is Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. Today is National Flapjack Day. It's also National Cereal Day. So, today they both fall on the same day. You know, I guess that's a, a pretty good coincidence. You know, looks like we've hit the breakfast jackpot. <laughs> You know, you don't have to choose between the two, so you can, uh, I imagine you could have both. So, yeah, grab a spoon and a fork and uh, just have them both. So, today's Bitcoin is at $22,403, which is flat from yesterday. Former President Donald Trump, you know, he made headlines back in uh, late 2022 when he launched an NFT collection called... uh, the Trump digital trading cards, you know, the NFTs were, uh, you know, pretty heavily criticized, but they were just a, a money grab to uh, take money from uh, his uh, followers. But uh, there was a still a pretty huge demand from, you know, the fans and collectors in general. And uh, so the NFTs, you know, they came out at a price point of $99 each. And you could buy them uh, with Ethereum, which is how most NFTs work. Um, But they also had it, you could just buy it with a credit card. Because, you know, then you're buying it in the, uh, because it follows the the Ethereum values. And of course they sold out, you know, in less than a day. Because they were pretty limited still. And uh, so they quickly became, yeah, like one of the top trending collections on uh, the uh, NFT marketplace at uh, OpenSea. You know, a lot of people made fun of them. You know, Joe Biden was one of them, and uh, pretty much all of the late-night, you know, talk show hosts, they all made fun of it. And uh, even uh, Saturday Night Live, you know, mocked it and did uh, an episode of it. When you bought one of the NFTs, yeah, it came with uh, sweepstakes, offering uh, possible various rewards like a private dinner or cocktail hour or a Zoom meeting or some were actually playing golf with Trump. Um, So anyone who bought 45 NFTs, you uh, also were told that you get to uh, take part in a future gold dinner with him. So if you would have, yeah, bought $1,000 worth of them when they came out back in December with, you know, the price point was $99. So that would uh, would have gave you 10 of them. So if you'd have spent your $1,000 on those 10, today those 10 would be worth, um, from December, um, $7,937. You know, so that's up uh, 693%. So that's a, a pretty big increase. You know, time will only tell if they uh, hold their value. But uh, three months after being minted, um, they've held up pretty good above the mint price. And uh, I would imagine um, with Trump running for president in 2024 that it could, uh, you know, only help the demand continue to grow. 
also wanted to tell everyone about a new coffee brand called Coffee Brand Coffee. It's fresh roasted to order using only the highest quality coffee sourced direct from farms around the world. Coffee Brand Coffee was built by creating direct trade partnerships with many coffee producers that use sustainable coffee growing standards. We feel that this uh, dedication to quality should be obvious when you have uh, Coffee Brand Coffee in your cup. And uh, there are nearly 20 new flavors and the uh, upcoming tea line. And uh, they even have hot cocoa too. So check them out at coffeebrandcoffee.com and use the coupon code SENSITIVE for an additional 5% off. So give them a try. How many people listening right now remember the KFC Double Down sandwich? You know, it was a sandwich that replaced the buns with uh, two chicken fillets with cheese. Two strips of bacon, mayo, or I think you could get spicy sauce on it too. It first appeared back in 2010, and uh, they said KFC said that they sold more than 10 million sandwiches back then. And uh, KFC brought it back for a month back in April of 2014. Um, but starting yesterday, March 6th, uh, the sandwich returns again for another four weeks. Um, I don't know why they only do it for four weeks. I guess they keep the uh, the demand still high. But you think they would want to continue to sell a little bit longer. But uh, their KFC's uh, chief marketing officer is uh, Nick Chavez. He said in a press release, After nearly a decade of people begging for his return, we're embracing the chaos, bringing back our most iconic sandwich ever for just four weeks. So if you want to try it, you better act quick. Um, it looks like it, it maybe is the, something that can drive up the sales for the last uh, the last four weeks of this quarter. We'll definitely probably go out and give it a try. I don't know. Um, now the story is daylight savings time. Of course, it's you know. It's coming again, you know, that seasonal time change. It happens uh, March 12th. Yeah, it seems like we just set the clocks back not that long ago. Yeah, Senator Marco Rubio, um, he, you know, is one who introduced uh, the Sunshine Protection Act, which was uh, unanimously approved by the Senate last year, but uh, wasn't even voted on by the House. So it would make daylight savings time permanent. He said, uh, if we can get this passed, we don't have to keep doing this stupidity anymore. Why would we enshrine this in our laws and keep it for so long is beyond me. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely fine with seeing it uh, end. I saw a TikTok video of a young woman telling a story of an, of an idea that uh, a nine-year-old child she babysits for came up with. Um, See if this sounds familiar to any of you out there. I nanny a six, nine, and 12-year-old. And yesterday, I had to take the six-year-old to a birthday party and be back in time to get the nine-year-old to gymnastics. But traffic was crazy, and I was running late. Um, so the six, the nine-year-old has an iPad. So I tried to call her on it. She didn't have it with her. So the 12-year-old just got his own phone, so I called him, and I was like, go tell your sister, and of course he was annoyed. Anyway, I go back to the house, and Mira, the 9-year-old, is like, they need to come up with, like, 
like a phone that's for the whole family that stays in the house. So if you need any person in the house, you can call that phone. Like it's not one person's number. It's just the whole family. I was like, that is an amazing idea. But okay, hear, hear me out. So you know how we're always like losing the remote and stuff? For this phone, let's attach it to a cord, maybe like stick it on the wall so that if there's an emergency, we can always find it. Um, it can't leave the house. Um, and it's it's for the whole family. So we're not techie people. We don't know how to like invent things. Um, but if you're like a developer of stuff, reach out because we think it's an awesome idea and maybe a moneymaker. Thank you. Yeah, I guess so. They are all too young to remember, you know, the home phone, how that actually uh, was a thing. And uh, for a lot of people, still is a thing. But I guess for most of the uh, the Gen Zers, they don't uh, remember any of that. I read another article by uh, Mark Andreessen. You know, he's the co-founder of, uh, of Venture Capital, you know, giant, the Andreessen Horowitz um, fund. But uh, he said that uh, in a less regulated sectors of economy, um, technology whips through them, pushing down prices and raising quality every year. You know, he said, think computer software, cell phones, services, TVs. But in other sectors, uh, technological innovation is virtually forbidden. Um, areas like the prices of education, healthcare, housing, as well as, you know, he said, anything provided or controlled by the government, you know, pricing is going to the moon. He said, we're heading into a world where a flat screen, flat screen TV that covers your entire wall will cost $100, and a four-year college degree will cost $1 million. And uh, nobody has anything even resembling a proposal on how to assist, system, systemically fix this. He was, you know, making this argument, trying to discredit, I guess, the panic over uh, AI taking jobs and the AI, the idea that AI is uh, somehow different from past technologies that threatened employment. He said uh, AI can't uh, cause overall unemployment to rise even if the arguments are right this time, he said AI is simply already illegal across most of the economy, soon to be virtually all of the economy. I don't quite understand that part as to what he means by that. I guess the government regulation would not allow um, AI to re replace a lot of those certain things, even though it has the capability. Because, yeah... Um, Government regulation does hold back um, any innovation, usually. Are you looking to add some creativity and originality to your wardrobe or home decor? Look no further than Blind Primate. Their website offers a wide variety of original art and creative t-shirts that are sure to make you stand out from the crowd. From bold and interesting art pieces to unique and funny designs on t-shirts, there's something for everyone at Blind Primate. Plus, by supporting Blind Primate, you're supporting independent artists and their talents. So don't wait. Head over to blindprimate.com now and see for yourself where they're their go-to destination for original art and fashion. Thanks for choosing Blind Primate. 
Now back to the show. Pretty soon you won't be able to share your Netflix account password. You know, it's coming up pretty quick. It's, you know, probably just a, a matter of a few days now until Netflix starts cracking down on the sharing, which they've said they're going to. You won't be able to share, you know, your password with anyone who doesn't live in the same household. And they haven't really said what the specifics of exactly how they're going to do it um, and how that whole thing's going to work yet. But uh, it looks like you'll still be able to watch, you know, on your own stuff and logging into a new TV at like a hotel or an Airbnb or something while you're traveling. So you should be able to do that without worrying about getting logged out or having to pay any extra. I don't know how that's all going to work. And they haven't actually come out and said how that all of that's going to work. But I imagine they should be able to figure it out. Uh, they said that more than 100 million households right now use a shared password globally. So, I, I mean, a lot of the other streaming services, they allow that to happen. I mean, they don't encourage it or anything, but they allow it to happen. Well, if this really works well for Netflix without driving down um, a ton of subscribers, uh, I imagine that the rest of the streaming services will just follow in uh, Netflix's footsteps. That's all I have today. Just want to thank everybody for tuning in. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with your friends and family. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. So thanks again for listening. And we hope you have an amazing rest of your day. See you tomorrow. Bye. If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive. Also check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.